0: This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church.
1: The title of this uh, message today would be More Than Asked For. We're going to look again at John 10 and 10. Now the Message Bible, these are the words of Jesus. He said uh, this, and before we uh, begin, we'll go ahead and, and pray. Father, we thank you that your word is self-fulfilling. You yes. have put yourself thank you. Thank you. into your promises. Your power is at work today. This word that is anointed this word that is filled with your faith this word that is filled with you sir will accomplish what you (laughs) purposed and sent it to do in jesus name that truth would shine brilliantly lord into the darkness of deception and religion we thank you lord that Today, if we want to know, we can know. We treasure your word, sir. We honor you by honoring your word. In Jesus' name, we give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honor for this precious, precious seed that you give to us in order to produce the harvest that we both desire and need. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. John 10.10, in the Passion Bible, and these are the words of Jesus, he said, a thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, slaughter, and destroy, but, how many of you know when God says, but? Uh, He is interjecting himself. He's putting himself between you between you and what uh, and the thief that he's describing. He says, "But I have come to give you everything in abundance, more than you expect. Life in its fullness until you overflow. Now if it's God's word, It is God's will. If it's God's word, then it is God's will. It's what God wants. God's will is what I want for you. So he's saying here, Jesus is saying, I want uh, this to the degree that we, we know and understand that he came, died, paid the price for our redemption, even greater uh, than that, this new covenant is sealed in his blood. These words are working words. Yes, yes. They're the words that God works with and they're the words that we must work with. There's, uh, it's settled forever in heaven. The Bible says your word is forever settled in heaven. It needs to get settled in our heart. Yes. If, this, if it's God's word... Did we just read God's word? Mm -hmm. You can see it in your Bible. Is it written in red? Sealed with blood. Jesus' words. It's what Jesus wants. It's his will. And if he wants it for us and it's his will for us, then he'll make a way where that is concerned. True. Jesus said this. He came to give this. Now, let me encourage you. Take him at his word. Just take him at his word. God is not a man that he should lie. He's not a man that just changes his mind. God doesn't change his mind uh, as often as people think or say he does. He said, I am the Lord. I do not change. Therefore, you are not destroyed because you can always, always depend uh, on God. Believe him. Believing is a decision, isn't it? Take him at his word. Uh, Only believe. You know, uh, Pastor Sandy has a conference every uh, year. Just believe. Only believe. That's the walk of faith, isn't it? The walk of faith is there are times that God just says things that are just totally in the face of the facts. In the face of the situation. In the face of everything that's contrary to the natural sense as God says, You just only believe me, Amen. all i 'm asking you is to trust with trust me with all your heart don't lean to your own understanding because our own understanding when it looks at the facts and and relies on the physical senses what's reasonable, what's just normal and natural well there's no way. How many of you are facing some no ways in your life? I mean you know you've thrown f- as much hope and faith against it all these years, but it, quote, hasn't happened yet. Am I talking to anybody?
0: I just want to speak to something there about the belief. You know, when we just believe, when we say just believe, only believe, but you also have to put something with that. One, you got to get your mind, okay, out of the way. Okay, and get in it with your heart with God, because your mind will give you a thousand reasons of why it cannot or will not happen. But when we believe God at his word, what we're also saying is, God, I trust you, and I love you, and I believe that you're bigger than me, you're bigger than this, and that you're going to take care of it. But then the next thing that you need to do that is so important is you need to have some expectation, That what God said he will do, he'll do it. Okay, so don't just believe. Believe, receive it by faith, and then say, you know what, God? I'm expecting. I'm expecting things to change. I'm expecting things to get better. I'm expecting miracles. I'm expecting turnaround. Live with some expectation that God said he'll do what he said he will do. Amen.
1: The mind I do want to say this about the mind though that the mind has to be renewed uh, rather than just focus on the facts turn to the truth mm-hmm. rather than feed on the facts uh, you know feed that truth, feed faith, feed the truth of God's word into and the one that you feed the most is where it's going to grow
2: that's right.
1: So the mind is not mind, It's not mindlessness. It's mind in more attending to the word of God, feeding on the truth, rather than the facts. The facts aren't going to change until the truth changes it, and it's going to change on the inside before it ever changes on the outside. If it could have, you know, we we don't believe after the fact. We believe the truth that will yeah. change all of the facts. Well, brother, I've got challenges. Well, that's a great opportunity for change. That's right. Challenge is simply an opportunity for change. Mm-hmm. It's not, it may seem like an obstacle, but you know, don't let it be a stumbling stone. Let it be a stepping stone mm-hmm. yes. for some change in our Another
0: life. Another opportunity for God to show up and show out in our lives. Amen?
1: It takes faith, though, in God's ability. It takes faith in God's ability. Not our ability, but in God's ability. Yes. Is he able? Yes.
0: yes. Is he willing?
1: Yes. Well, we just read his will. And you. everything in this uh, 66 volumes here, including one book, It is the will and the testament. It is what God wants. It's what he left for you as an inheritance. It all belongs to you. It's what God wants uh, for you. So settle that. God's word is the final word. Over me, for me, to me, and to everything that I face, I'm just going to speak the word only. It's the, it is God's law what does that mean you know God is (laughs) you not only your father he's the judge talk about favored talk about a lopsided thing the devil comes in there as the accuser of the of the brethren and he's having you know who he's talking to your daddy the one that loves you enough, to loved you more than him own self and then giving Jesus for you, loved you more, not just as much as more than yes, Jesus
0: yes. thank you,
1: Father. to get you back. Amen. No wonder we can sing a song and say, I am the redeemed. Yes. That's, what's your final answer? I'm the redeemed. Amen. Well, on what basis do you judge that? The blood of Jesus, yes. the love of yes. God. Amen. I simply believe that. What say you? Talk to my advocate, my great lawyer, Jesus. Who's my brother? My Savior.
0: Yes. yes. My Lord. That's right.
1: My master. The Lord. Did he do it? Won't he do it again? Every time, in that right? But we live by faith. It takes faith. The Bible says a just shall live by faith. Not in our ability, not in our own righteousness, but in God's ability. God is able. Not only is he able, he is willing. Yes. Yes. This is God's will. Jesus came to give you this. Remember, he said... Uh, he qualified it by saying this. He said, first of all, I want you to know if you're not getting this, if you're not believing and receiving this, he said, because the thief only has one thing in mind, is to keep you from ever hearing about it. Mm-hmm. It's to keep you from ever believing it. It's to keep you doubting it. Yes. It's, to keep you, uh, it's to keep you from uh, getting in the position and condition living by faith, hearing the word of God, what belongs to you, that I came to give you. He goes, I'm not withholding anything from you. There's a thief. Yes. Yes. There's a stealer. There's a killer. There's a destroyer. The problem is not with Jesus. The problem's really not with you. The problem is the troublemaker, the devil. But you know, he he does not get to... There's, there's some things that happened... Uh, you know this last week with uh, uh sand uh and I and you know uh you know this when whatever's in abundance' is gonna come up out of your heart, you know it's not our first rodeo uh where the devil is concerned or God, and you know uh some things came up that felt like that we were being stolen from some uh uh and so uh sand says. Well, I'll tell you one thing right now. The devil thinks he's going to steal from us without a fight. It's on. And I fired back and said, The devil will never, does not get to, and will never define us. God does. He doesn't get to decide us or define us. Only God does. That's all you got to say. Amen. Went to. Bed, you know, of course, prayed during, you know, prayed to go to sleep because it was troubling things or whatever. But by the time morning came, you know, peace came. Woke up with the answers. Hallelujah. Are you hearing? And you can do the same thing. Well, where was the answer? In the word of God. Put your face in the word of God early in the morning and even if you're not reading directly the answer, what you've read before will be called to your remembrance. God, you'll know what to do in 2022. You turn towards God, you'll always know what to do because doesn't he know what to do? Takes him by surprise, even if it surprises you. But it takes faith. Now look at your life as a barrel. We're to live on the top. It takes faith to fill the barrel. Now, some of you, I don't know if you've ever been to a place where you were you uh, uh, were running on films. You ever been to a place where you felt like you're operating on empty? I mean, you just, you've been used up. Hmm. Well, it doesn't take any more faith. It just, you know, uh, uh, then uh, at the top of the barrel, because I'll tell you what, it takes faith to fill the barrel. It takes faith to keep the barrel full. And it takes faith to keep the barrel overflowing, to overflow the barrel. So it just takes faith. The good news, where does faith come from? From hearing the Word of God. So look at the percentages of what you're hearing. If you're running on empties, you're probably not hearing enough of the word. Yes. We've got a deficiency in what's flowing in compared with what's going out. How many of you know your life leaks sometimes? How many of you know that, you know, without you knowing it, the devil sometimes will drill a hole Get you, get you down in the ditch and tear the, tear the gas line loose. Yeah. <laughs> Are you all I'm saying? All right.
0: Do we have that picture, uh, Sonia, of the overflow? Uh, just so that you sometimes just see an image, you know, of learning how to live in the overflow. Amen? Mm-hmm.
1: And what is faith? Live by faith. That means believing that God wants to do for you. It also means believing that God is able to do for you. Now, here's what Jesus said, more than expected. Yes, yes. Not just, he said, I came to give you life. But he said, more than expected, life to the full till it overflows. You know, we have to, uh, asking right for what's right. Asking right for what's right. Here's a prayer, a Bible prayer for us. How many of you believe if if the uh, if it's in God's word, then it's God's will. It's also God's way. It's what God wants for us. There's a a Bible prayer here that I'm going to just read it to you. And I want you to listen to it. You know, uh, but with the with the underlying understanding of if you think it. This is God lining out for us word for word so that it's a perfect prayer because it made the book. It's in the book. You know, turning, our, turning uh, the word of God into a prayer Well the Bible says in another place if we ask anything according to his will his word and his will are the same. So if we ask anything according to his word Mm -hmm. we know that he hears us. Have you ever been in a position where you wondered whether or not God are you listening? Are you looking? Mm -hmm. Can you hear me? Well you know, beyond feelings and emotions, beyond the troubled waters of uh, the stirrings of our soul, mind, will, and emotion, here's, the, uh, here's faith. If we ask anything according to his will, yes. found over there in uh, yes. uh, John, 5th chapter, if we ask anything, first, it's over in, in the little Johns, way up next to Revelation, if we ask anything according to his will or his word, we know that he hears us. That's backed up in the Old Testament. He said, my word will not return to me void. Right. That's right. Void. When you, how does his word return to him? It doesn't just bounce off the earth. It shouldn't just bounce off of you. It should find, it, it should find a place in your heart, c- cause faith. To rise up and say, you know what, this is what you said, I'm gonna believe you, I'm gonna take you at your word. Yes. God, I believe you. I decide that's true, and that's true for me, and that's the final word in my life. Now we've returned his word to him, not void. See, it it brought faith, it accomplished the purpose that he sent it is to give you faith. Yes. Thank you, God. Believe that he's good, believe that he wants to, believe that he can faith in him Um, we know that he hears us and if we know that he hears us we also know that we have the thing we asked of him so you got to ask right for what's right well what's right God's will God's word God's promise God's plan the word at some point in time has to be central and settled in our hearts Boy, this is how we live. Mm-hmm. By every word that streams out of the mouth of God. I'm looking and listening. I'm looking in God's word. I'm listening for what he will say to me by the Spirit of God out of his word. Yes, Each and every day. And then you're going to live today successfully. You really don't have to, you know, Tomorrow, yesterday's gone. But and tomorrow hasn't come, so you only need to be successful today yes. with this one today. Today, if we hear his voice, don't harden our hearts. Do um, you want to read this, Sam, or you want yeah, me to she, read it? Okay, I'll read it. Sam's got some other things. I really am having fun with you up here. <laughs> all I got to do is you know when the uh, uh, I know I'm a ugly old cuss but I look over there and boy I'm going to tell you what now there's beauty and grace right sitting beside me I think that's a wonderful thing why do you say that preacher well because what it took to get her I got to keep on in order to keep her <laughs> well I think you ought to get some younger one are you kidding me have you seen what's out there today <laughs> right, moving along. amen moving along that's right <laughs> Amen. Want no grape juice when I have fine wine. Now, uh, here's um, Ephesians four. Ephesians three fourteen. It says, So I kneel. Paul this is the heading under the Passion Bible. Paul prays for love to overflow. So I kneel humbly in awe before the Father of our Lord Jesus, the Messiah, the perfect Father of every father and child in heaven and on earth. And I pray that he would unveil within you the unlimited riches of his glory and favor until supernatural strength floods your innermost being with his divine might and explosive power. Then, by constantly using your faith, The life of Christ will be released deep inside you and the resting place of his love will become the very source and root of your life. Then you will be empowered to discover what Every holy one experiences the great magnitude of the astonishing love of Christ in all its dimensions. How deeply intimate and far-reaching is his love. How enduring and inclusive it is. Endless love beyond measurement that transcends our understanding. This extravagant love pours into you until you are filled to overflowing with the fullness of God. Amen. Never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all this. Thank you, Jesus. He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable dream, and exceed your wildest imagination. He will outdo them all for his miraculous power constantly and energizes you mm. now no wonder he ended it with this now we offer up to God all the glorious praise that rises from every church and every generation through Jesus and all that will yet be manifest through time and eternity amen Amen. Well, I'll tell you what i am take that prayer from from myself amen. you do take that for yourself how just put your faith to work. This is God's word. This is God's will. This yes. is what God wants. Yes. He is not only willing. It says he is able. It says never doubt his mighty power to do all this. Yes, yes. Amen. Alright, verse 20, the emphasis in that, uh, says he will outdo them all. Uh, all what? Infinitely more than your greatest request, your uh, your most unbelievable dream and exceed your wildest imagination. He'll outdo them all. Can God do it?
0: Yes, yes. More
1: importantly, will God do it? Well, if he said it, yes. I believe it. That settles it.
0: So I'd encourage you to write that down in case you didn't get it. Ephesians 3, 14 through 21. And let that be your prayer over your life
1: every day. Yes. We're still in the, uh, remember this, ask right for what's right. The word of God is right, because God is right. And he wants only right yes. things for you. Yes. He wants his righteousness, what's right, in his eyes. James, the fourth chapter, says this. I'm going to quote it out of the Voice Bible, then the Passion, then uh, Pastor is going to sure. read something. James 4, verse 3. Now, listen to this. It says, and we... we, uh, like you, are are believing God, trusting God in 2022 uh, for this to be our greatest year yet. God's a great God. He's yes. ever more. He's the greatest of all. God's not going to do less. He's going to do more. Yes. But don't measure that just on the outside. Measure it first on the inside. Measure it first on the inside. James 4 and 3 says, this and we've we bantered this back and forth you do not have because you have chosen not to ask isn't it funny how a lot of times that we're just uh you know we'll just try to work it out all on our own that's the result of the fall under the curse we have to meet all of our own needs fulfill all of our own desires apart from god apart from God. It takes faith to ask. God requires that we ask. Jesus said that, ask and it will be given you. One translation says, ask and keep on asking. Now we're not begging, we're asking. It's very simple to ask and keep on asking. You know, there's times I go out the door, we're going somewhere, you know, and I'll go out the door first and, uh, you know, ask and is she ready? And and, and inevitably, you know, she has some few last-minute whatever's, you know, preparings. I understand that. But my asking her, you know, uh, verbally... I'll say, are you ready? She'll go, yes. I walk out, get in the truck, start the truck, and I'll sit there and wait. What am I doing? I'm asking. The truck's running. I'm in the truck. I am actively acting on my faith and believing that she said she was ready. So I'm not just diddling around. My eyes are on the sidewalk waiting for her appearance. Am I still asking? If I wait long enough, I'll toot the horn. She doesn't like that. But I'm asking her, are you coming? Are you ready? So with God, yeah, we ask him with words, but then show some expectancy. Yes. Yes. Position yourself for an expectancy. You know, I mean, and, and you know, uh, have a good attitude when she gets in the car, go, well, thank you for coming. <laughs> thank you for coming. I wanted, we were going to do this together. Thank you for coming. I'm not being sarcastic. Are you listening? I know some of you were there. You're getting sarcastic with God. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes God takes his own sweet time, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Why? Well, because he's working a lot of stuff, you know. Maybe the dog got out or something, you know. Had to put the dog back in. I mean, left the coffee mm-hmm. pot on. You know, he's taking care of business. Even if it seems like a delay, it's not a denial. It's Keep right. on asking.
2: Hmm. Did
1: you get it? Now listen, this it's a voice Bible. It says, and when you do ask, you still do not get what you want because your motives are all wrong. Now he goes on to explain. This says, because you continually focus on self-indulgence. We gotta ask, but you gotta ask right. Yes. Gotta ask for what's right and ask right. Passion Bible says this, all the time you don't obtain what you want because you won't ask God for it. And if you ask, you won't receive it for you're asking with corrupt motives, seeking only to fulfill your own selfish desires. See? Ask right for what's right. And go ahead, we're, we're going to... Uh, Look at some things, an example of this in 1 Kings 3, 4 through
0: 14. The king went to Gibeon, the most prestigious of the local shrines, to worship. He sacrificed a thousand whole burnt offerings on that altar. That night, there in Gibeon, God appeared to Solomon in a dream. God said, what can I give you? Ask Solomon said, you were extravagantly generous in love with David, my father, and he lived faithfully in your presence. His relationships were just and his heart right, and you, can, you have persisted in this great and generous love by giving him, and this very day, a son to sit on his throne. And now here I am, God, my God. You have made me your servant, ruler of the kingdom in place of David, my father. I'm too young for this, a mere child. I don't know the ropes, hardly know the ins and the outs of this job. And here I am, set down in the middle of a people you've chosen, a great people, far too many to ever count. Here is what I want. Give me God, listening heart, so I can lead your people well. Discerning the difference between good and evil, for on their own is capable of leading your glorious people. God, the master, was delighted with Solomon's response, and God said to him, Because you have asked for this, and grasped after long life, haven't grasped after long life or riches or the doom of your enemies, but you have asked for the ability to lead the govern well. I will give you what you asked for. I'm giving you a wise and mature heart. There's never been one like you before, never one like you before, and there'll be no one after. As a bonus, I'm giving you both the wealth and glory you didn't ask for. There's not a king anywhere who will come up to your mark. And if you stay on course, keeping your eyes on the life map and on the God signs as your father David did, I also will give you long life. Think about that. God said, ask. So he asked. But it wasn't about him. There was no selfishness in there. But in him asking those things, because what he was doing is he had a servant's heart. Help me, God, so I can help others. And so in that servant's heart, there came a bonus that was above and beyond anything he could have ever asked or dreamed for. It was life overflowing, totally unexpected and totally more than he could have ever, ever asked for.
1: I like what he said. He said, what can I give you? Ask. Just ask. He really uh, had gotten God's attention uh, by giving that 1,000 bull offering the night before. Mm -hmm. You know offerings get God's attention. Now you can't buy a miracle, but it takes faith to give an offering to God. An offering to God that Mm -hmm. wants just to please God, just say, God I'm looking to you. Now don't shut me down now, you're going to need this in the future.
0: Well, because when we give of money, or our time, you're giving, that's a part of your life. Uh You gave away your time Uh and your energies to receive that money. So, well, first, it's God that gives it to us anyway. But when we give of our tithes, but then when we give a special offering to him, I'll tell you, that is just something very special and dear to God's heart because he knew that that represents you giving a piece of your life away. Uh Um, in exchange for that money.
1: Yeah. Don't, don't let the religious uh, systems and stuff pervert this, or the world pervert it. Uh, the Bible says in Malachi that we can prove God. Yes, yes. It's a direct connection with God in the giving of tithes and the giving of offerings. It's directly connected to the blessing being poured out on our lives. Under the blessing, it gets better. Under the curse, it gets worse. Isn't that right? And immediately you can shift your position and change your condition by just simply be a tither and purpose in your heart as God gives you that you have an abundance to give offerings to God. You know, we have uh, missions here to the nations of the world where you're giving, we're giving away from ourselves that those folks are not going to come to this church. They're going to be in heaven because of you You sending, you bringing the gospel uh, to them. We have missions both local and global that, you know... Uh, You know, you may not have a direct impact to your life, but there is a direct impact from God pouring into you and so that you can be full and overflow. When you get to heaven, don't you want uh, the heaven to be full of people that you had? A part of their being with God eternally? Don't you want to overflow? you know, uh, the street you live on with people from every tongue and every nation, you know, that, uh, that will say thank you for giving to the Lord because you gave, somebody came, and I heard yeah. the gospel, yeah. and here right. I am. You had a part in that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Bible says our offerings uh, result in great thanksgiving giving given to God. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And you know, when you sow obedience and giving, God has people that, you know, uh, that, will, uh, that will be obedient to God and giving to you.
2: That's right.
1: That old, you know, that old uh, uh, stingy boss will just give you a raise. You don't even know why? He don't even know why.
0: Because
1: <laughs> God told yeah, him to. That's right. Oh, don't, don't limit God. Amen. Now, uh, what can I give you? Just ask. Ask. God. Ask big of a big God. Ask according to his will. He said, God, you said you wanted to give me life and abundantly more than I expect. I've seen three witnesses here from the word of God that you're that kind of a God. This is what you want. I can boldly pray these kinds of prayers from your word, knowing it's your will, your way. And I don't have to look at just the naturals. I'm not just dealing with the naturals. You're a supernatural God. You control uh, things. You perfect all that concerns me. Look at what he said there. Uh, I want, here's what I want, a God-listening heart. You know, it took humility, didn't it? takes humility to these are a, a humble man is saying i don't know how to do this mm-hmm. i can't do this this is this is too great for me but it's not too great for you but if you if you give me what i need and here's what i need i need to hear from you that's
0: right
1: you're the leader you're the good shepherd you're god i need a god listening heart some of us are praying for a god hearing heart you know you got to listen for you can hear Need to have a God-hearing heart. Need to get hungry in a hungry heart that's listening for the word to live by every day. God, I, you know, before I turn on, you know, uh, uh, CNN and ABC and NBC, I know what they're gonna say. Same thing they said last month. Same thing they said the year before. Same thing they've said always. It's all uh, only bad news sells. Well, I get up every day and listen to the good news. I need a steady diet of the good news. Matter of fact, I need more good news than the bad news. If I accidentally slip up, you know, and catch uh, within earshot of the bad news, I need to make sure that I'm full. It don't get in me. Are right, you listen, if it tries to get in my bucket, you bump my bucket. Here's the good news comes up. Yeah by God, yeah. yeah, but, you know, the devil goes, yeah, but, the omni, oh, whatever, you know, I mean, first it was, uh, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> omni, you know, call it whatever you want to, I don't care if you call it purple, <laughs> the next one around, you know, sickness and disease gonna be in the world. We're living in a a time, we've always lived in times when there were things that nobody but God had an answer for, but the answer is the good news. I am the God that heals you.
2: I will put none of these diseases on you that is in the land of Egypt. I am a God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? I will cause you to live in the secret place of the most high. You'll see it happening out there, destruction all around, but it will come now your dwelling by the stripes of wounded Jesus I am the healed and made whole God placed on him every sickness every disease every malady and malfunction and he carried that away from me and it will be far from me cause he carried it on and he is the Lord God my healer i get some more if you need to, but you know, uh, how you, do you know all that? Oh honey, it takes faith. It takes listening to the word, looking in the word. Fill your barrel up. Get it full. Get it, I said get it full of health. Get it full of healing. Word. Get it full of divine health. Get it full of the word of God on your face. Physical well-being. Yes. If you got trouble with finances, or
1: concern, get full of the word on the prosperity of God. Amen. Both the natural, both the spirituals, and the naturals. I'm helping you today, whether you know it not. I want a God-listening heart. Don't we need a God-listening heart? Amen. The world, the, the, the number one thing that the devil will try to do is just keep you from ever getting the seed that will create the harvest that you need. He'll keep you from hearing. You can even be in the presence of the word, but your mind's full of care, full of worry, full of doubt, full of fear full of all the other things that choke the word and it doesn't profit us anything. You can be full and religiously not mix any faith with the word and it doesn't work for you. How many of you have ever done that? Oh, I have. So you got books on your bookshelf, you know, and it's on your shelf, but it ain't in you. Probably your answer is right within reach, but you never have re- never pick it up. How many of you know if you you got the answer book right here? You got the asking and the answer book. It's an open book test. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? You know I don't care if you're grade elementary school, junior high school, high school, college. You know I don't care if you're down at the at the you know taking your driver's test. This is an open book test. Even to get your driver's license, they give you a book with all the questions, and if you look in it, there's answers there. <laughs> all you got to do is ask. But if you think you know the answer and you're just guessing anyhow. All right? The Lord, was, look at this. The Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for this. God, the Master, was delighted mm-hmm. with Solomon's request, asking right for what's right. You know, uh, God was pleased with this kind of prayer. What did He ask for? You know, He says. Be, one translation said, "Because you have asked for this, and since you asked for this, and not for yourself." Mm-hmm. You asked for the ability to serve well. You didn't ask to be blessed for yourself. You did ask to be blessed in order to be a blessing to serve God and to serve others well.
0: And then came the bonuses. Amen. Mm-hmm. Because of his heart, a servant's heart, brings great benefits and it brings bonuses that only God can give you.
2: hmm
1: can you uh can you um we've got a little uh, just a little picture. Um, a little picture for you that we want to um I'm on
0: the front
1: there. There you go. We didn't bring all of our props up here with us. Thank you, JJ. I'll take a little one, you take the big one, Miss Sandy. Because a lot of times, Pastor Cindy will say, "You know, it's all about you, isn't it?" I'll say, "Well, right now, today, it is." What are we gonna eat, anyhow? Uh, he, God said, "I'm gonna give you what you ask for, but I'm also gonna give you more than expected, and I'm gonna give you more than you ask for." See, because uh, because when you when you ask according to His will, when you when you ask uh, to be, you know to fulfill God's purpose for your life, which is what not only to be blessed for ourselves only, but we're blessed so that we can be a blessing, not only to have a long, full life without. You know, troubles and trials and all that kind of stuff, or, which, you know, uh, doesn't exist in this world. A full life does, see, but not without trouble. One thing we're promised, Jesus said this, again, it's written in read. He goes, in this world you're going to have trouble, but I like it when Jesus says, but. Isn't that right? You ever been to God and say, here's this and that, and the Lord says, but? What did I say? What did I say? Right there, we have to make a choice, don't we? More than asked for. So we have the, the bonus also example of you know this is represents a portion. Every one of us understand what this uh, what this is for, isn't that right? I need a plate, don't I? I need a plate for myself. What's that represent? A
0: bigger portion. Large
1: portion. Uh-huh. If somebody carries out, you know, uh, comes off of the, uh, you know, goes to the buffet with a plate, you know, yeah. And the Lord said, "I, you know, you set a table before me." David said, "You set a table before me in the presence of my enemies." Well, you know, uh, if you go up there with a the plate, you think, well, you gonna eat well today. Now we gonna we gonna eat good today. There's plenty. And there's plenty for you, isn't there? But what if you go up there carrying a the platter? You know, you go either either you're looking now. Look at the size of her. You understand what I'm saying? You go now. That's some big old hogging woman. No, it ain't a hogger. She ain't a hogger. You know, anybody knows, Pastor Sandy. I mean, you know, uh, you know, uh, she works with a platter because she's cooking up more than expected. You know, she cooks for us sometimes. It's more than we need. Anybody carrying a platter who has a servant's heart knows that that is about serving others. That's not just for oneself. The waiter is going up there. The server is going up there. What for? If they got a plate that big, and you could go up there with just a plate to share with somebody else or fix somebody else's plate. But when you have that, uh, you know, the right judgment on the platter would be service. That's a server. They're in the more than just themselves Amen. measure. Amen. You know which, you get to choose which one. That's right. You don't have to worry about your plate. You can take some off the platter, but you don't need to eat the whole platter. <laughs> True?
0: Just, that's
1: just enough for you. This is blessed to be a blessing. Just enough. Overflow. More Damn. than enough. Just enough measure. More than enough measure. Isn't that right? Amen. Amen. Well, even the child can carry a dog's bowl. You don't have to wait till you're perfect or till, you know, it's the Lord's more than yes. enough. It's the Lord that will take two little sardines and five rich crackers and you give it to him and he can feed 5,000 people with it. 4,000 people with it. Now the little boy gave up his own. He wanted to be a blessing. They said, there's a little boy here. The little boy didn't say, no, that's my lunch. Mama packed that for me. That's mine. Jesus said, what do you have to work with? He said, well, there's a little boy here. And he's got two Saturday- It's a little boy's lunch. He didn't have two sharks <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and, and a pickup load of bakery goods that he'd picked up. He had two sardines, a little boy's lunch, two little fish. Yeah. How much can a little boy eat? No wonder they're distracted most of the times. How hard he get him to take three bites out of a P&J sandwich? Two little sardines and five rich crackers. How much did the little boy take back home to mama who packed the lunch, 12 baskets full, yes. one for each disciple, carrying back to the little boy's house, the little boy's mama who packed the little boy's little lunch of two fish and, and five. God is able to far exceeding all we
2: ask. Yes. Now when
1: you sow a seed, are you asking for a harvest? When you seek to be a blessing, are you asking to be blessed? You don't have to hop the heart just sit in the car wait God work it out and you'll come home you'll come home with more than you left home with. are you getting anything out of this today so for living a life full uh, to the overflow we we've looked at how do you get there? How do you qualify for that? How do you position yourself? Well get a heart in the condition, mm-hmm. knowing this is who God is, this is how God does, this is God's will and God's way for me, this is what Jesus said. I'm simply going to take him at his word. I have an example of the Bible says Solomon, he goes, There was no one before you, there's no one after you like you. That's right. Except Jesus the greatest king of all. And you know, he's made us a kingdom, the Bible says. Uh, we are we are holy people. A, I guess in the South they say, you're curious. You're curious or peculiar people. We don't live by the same rules. We're not takers, we're givers. The motive of our heart is not to just ask for our own, uh, you know, uh, to our own indulgences, the motive of our heart needs to be what motivates his heart. It's to be a blessing. So live in the fullness because you have to be full before you can overflow. Mm -hmm. Let's let's get us out of the deficits. See? Out of the deficiencies of just living uh, for our own selves. Just trying to get our needs met. Let's start where we're at with what we have. Even if it's just, you know, uh, two little fish and and some rich crackers, give it to God yes. with the right heart. You know, wonderful thing about here, have you ever been around little kids and they'll be enjoying their meal and you say, can I have some? And almost inevitably they'll, with A lot of times without hesitation. After a while, you know, now man, man. Run off with it. But when they're real small, real, you know, yeah. They'll just give you a bite. Can I have a bite? Yeah. Have you ever noticed that? Same thing. You know, uh... Just be that way. Have that kind of a heart with God and that kind of a heart uh, with other people because people are just people. Pastor Ron's going to come. And you have anything else you want to say or share along
2: those lines?
0: Well, well, I'd like to just say let's stand now in God's presence with the expectation that I'm going to live a life to overflowing. And expect that. Start expecting to live in a life of overflowing. Mm-hmm. Amen.
1: You know, ask God to fill us. Yes. Let's just offer Him yes. uh, what we do have. You know, while we were singing the song, the one in the middle, that there's nothing that can separate us from God's great love. And you know, the Ephesians prayer says that will be f- that. That's love that fills us love for him,
2: yes.
1: love for other uh, people. And uh, it was interesting because, boy, out of my spirit, I just began to uh, first just to worship God. You know, you know, when we're worshiping God, that's not the time to be visiting with your neighbor and, you know, uh, moving on and doing a whole bunch of other things. You know, for ourselves, let's focus on God. Let's not disturb other people that are focusing on God because our worship is to focus on Him, right? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Do all your other stuff beforehand or after. Hand, but when we... And you know what it's like to stand there and you... You know, uh, I can stand down there and be thinking about what I'm going to say, what needs to happen next, if everything's going to work. But you know... Uh, I've determined uh, that this year would be about would be about being with Him, and that I'm going to be present. Say yes. with Him. So you just begin to. Was well, it hard to worship God? You know, today such a, and you can tell uh, when people are worshiping God. When we worship God. When you worship God. Here comes God. We draw near to Him, and He draws near to us. Well. You know uh as praise as i begin to you know lift a praise to him you know when something goes up something comes down and up out of my my heart i, I begin to hear he uh, said when nothing can separate us i, I begin to declare this, said lord no deception no religion no mistake and no misstep no Misunderstanding. None of the things that the devil uses to drive a wedge between me and you and condemn me. And and just beat you over this and none of those things can separate me from loving you because you're so merciful and you're kind and forgiving and generous with your grace amen and i'll tell you what now i mean i couldn't help it it was just you know uh, it's who god is not who he is is what he does when you get in his presence all of a sudden all this other stuff melts away and you see how light and And you begin to ask for what's right, declare what's right, speak what's right, that God can, what God wants for us. I just believe that there are people watching us today. Uh, You want to come to God, but the devil has, you know, lies and deceptions and false notions and opinions, all these things, you know, where you've been too bad, you messed up too many times, you've had your opportunity, you have remorse and regret, and the devil drives that as a wedge between you and God and keeps you from coming to God, really drawing near to God, see? But God says none of that stuff matters. See, I I knew before the foundation of the world. I knew the mistakes, the missteps, the falling downs, the falling shorts, the failures, all of the misgivings and misunderstandings, all of those things. I knew all right about you beforehand, yet I set my love on you then. I loved you then. I love you now. You just come to me. There are people listening to us today. You are weary and worn out. Life has run you ragged. I mean, just life is running you ragged. see? Jesus said, come to me. I'll show you how. I'll teach you how to take a real rest. You'll find a place in me you'll find I'll show you how to recover your life you'll find rest for your soul the Bible says that the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he maketh me to lie down you know sometimes we just need to learn to lie down in him just be still and quiet take a rest in him you know the, uh, the devil in the world has us on a treadmill and it's never ending just trying to catch up, trying to, you know, trying to make it. But the Lord wants to turn all that off right now. And he wants to take your hand. He wants to ease you and give you peace. Starts with a relationship with Him. Open your heart right now. I'll tell you, a miracle's in the making right now. That thing you feel... That stirring that burning in your heart that's the lord that's jesus that's his holy spirit pulling on you and if not now then when let's get this set of right here at the first of the year 2022 you're gonna know what to do and i'm telling you right now just do what you want what you've been wanting to do something should have happened a long time ago is going to happen right now for you give your heart give your life to Jesus pray this with me Jesus I'm giving you my life I'm giving you my heart I'm going to follow you you know I can't unless you help me so you lead and I'll follow I know I'll fail I know I'll fall down. I know I won't do it perfectly. But I decide to follow you, Jesus. And no turning back. I take you at your word. You never turn anyone away that comes to you. So I'm coming to you now. And I thank you for saving me. I say, Jesus, you are now my Lord amen if you meant that and i know that you did see god knows your heart and god did a miracle called yes, giving you a yes. new heart and from that new heart will come the 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 blossoming of a new life living that life together with god for yes, god yes, yes. and you'll never regret uh, the decision congratulations uh, not just a new year but a new life for you, yes, thank you. amen until the next time I want you to remember this you are so very blessed so you be at rest I speak the peace of God and the rest of faith in Jesus name Amen